Hey everyone, a quick announcement for all you SP Streamer fans out there. The SP Streamer Pod is now proud to call the Rotorballer Podcast Network our home. Head over to Rotorballer for nonstop fantasy baseball news, analysis, and advice all season long. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 39 for On the Bump, an SP Streamer podcast for Thursday, June 18th. I'm your host, Doug Ishikawa, and you can find me on Twitter at Coaching Ish. We've got another special guest joining me this morning for coffee in baseball talk. He's one of the best young prospect analysts out there working for Prospects Live and most recently was on the new Rotor Ranks podcast breaking down the MLB draft. It's his On the Bump podcast debut. Let's welcome to the show Mr. Diego Solares aka Diggs. Good morning Diggs and how are you doing today? Good man. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to talk about the Detroit Tigers uh, which is something that I've never said in my entire life. So I'm excited. (laughs) This is going to be a fun one. You're the first. You're the first. Um, where can we connect with you again on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Deegs Baseball. Pretty simple. I don't want to get too crazy with the Twitter handle. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's get right on into it. Follow Deegs. He's one of the best at doing what he does. Um, Deegs, earlier this week, we were lucky enough to have Shelly Verstraight come to the pod. Uh, she graded out our team today. The Detroit Tigers is having the best draft this past weekend. For those of us that haven't yet listened to you on the Rotor Ranks pod, What's your expert take on the draft as a whole? And are there any prospects within that Tiger system specifically that could make noise if, and and that's a huge if, this, the, the, the 2020 season gets underway? Yeah, so I agree. I think the Tigers definitely crushed the draft. Um, I put out like a little tiny top 100 prospects for the draft, and every single person that they drafted was on my top 100 prospects list. So, I mean, right there, that's an A-plus draft for me. Um, I was in the camp potentially talking to some of my friends that I thought the Tigers were going to maybe screw the number one overall pickup and not take Spencer Torkelson. Thankfully for them and all my friends that are Tigers fans, uh, they did. So that he's uh, obviously the best player in this draft, in, in my opinion, and a guy that can anchor the middle of their lineup moving forward for the next decade plus. But then what they did later on was really interesting to me, uh, snagging Dylan Dingler out of Ohio State, 38 overall. A lot of people, including Ralph Lifshitz of Prospects Live, had him as the number one catching prospect in the class. So to get that guy at 38 in what people will look at potentially five years down the road as a very impressive catching crop is obviously a big time win for Detroit. And then getting Daniel Cabrera in the second round, um, that was a guy that I personally thought was going to go at 38 to the Tigers and then getting him with their second round pick was just a steal. I mean, that's a guy who put it on the record right now is going to be a big leaguer for eight to 10 years, in in my opinion, which obviously um, getting a big leaguer in the second round, big win. I really liked what they did later on in the draft. Gage Workman was a guy, I think I had him as like my 36th or 37th ranked prospect from like a talent standpoint in this entire class. And they got him in the fourth round. I think he's a guy that can stick at shortstop potentially, but play a really good third base, switch hitting power threat. And then to get Colt Keith, a high school kid out of Mississippi in the fifth round and successfully lure him away from his Arizona State commitment was was, was pretty big time for them. So um, yeah, I mean, A plus draft for the Tigers probably one of the better draft classes we've seen in the last five to seven years. So really impressive um, on their part, which is something, again, I never thought I'd ever say. But um, from a pure prospect standpoint right now, I think it's important to note that 
the Tigers have no expectations going into the season. Obviously, we all know that. So with 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 if we have a season, there being a you know every player that plays their service time that they, they accrue a, a year of service time, they probably have no incentive to bring up most of their guys. And obviously, if you don't know. Most of the guys towards the top of their system are ETA 2020 or 2021 guys. So with that being said, I think that it's possible we see some guys because keeping these type of players who are really close to the big leagues on the complex or potentially even in the taxi squad to just lose a, a year of development for a team that wants to win sooner rather than later, even though they're still you know, not in that window yet, is not going to end up benefiting them. So Obviously, the big question with this team is the big three of their arms, in a way, with with Casey Mize, Matt Manning, and Tariq Skubal. I don't think we see any of them, but if you had if if I had to put money on one guy, it would be Matt Manning, just because I think he's the best of the three, and they have to add him to the forty man roster this October. So be on the lookout for that. Tariq Skubal could be super interesting coming out of the pen. Obviously, that video came out on Twitter of him hitting hundred miles an hour. So if they potentially use that guy out of the bullpen just to get him some innings to, to continue that, that development, it would be super interesting. From a like from an offensive standpoint, it's a pretty awful system in my opinion. From like a bat standpoint, but Isaac Paredes is really interesting. I think, and my buddy Ralph Lifshitz thinks the same. I think he could potentially one day compete for a batting title. I mean, you're you're, you're looking at a 60 hit tool in, in my opinion that can play shortstop and a serviceable third base if needed. Um, so potentially look for him to get some at bats. And then an- another guy that interests me is Jake Rogers behind the dish, just because their catching situation right now is kind of terrible. And Jake Rogers is 25 years old. You know, uh, he has got a really good glove behind the plate. You're getting like literally nothing from him offensively. So from a strict fantasy standpoint, I would completely unavoid him, but I mean, it's it's not the greatest crop of prospects, so he's definitely a glove-first guy. And from a real-life standpoint, those guys have a ton of value. So that's what I got on the Tigers, man. It's not looking good. I think they have a lot more to go offensively, but the draft definitely helped that part of their system out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look over at MLB.com and you look at the farm system rankings, right now they're ranked fifth. You know, like you said, they have a ton of pitching prospects and waiting in the wings there. It doesn't make a lot of sense for them to bring them up this year with whatever, you know, 16 to 20 to 50 game season that we end up having here. Uh, but they did help themselves out in the draft. They will take a little bit of time to grow those prospects down there on the farm. Um, but uh, yeah, really like what the Tigers did this past weekend. Hopefully uh, they can start getting a little bit better. So you don't have to say for the first time that, uh, you know, Detroit got an A plus on something. So very good on that. Um, you know, yeah. every day we hope that you head over to our site, sbstreamer.com, or hit us up on Twitter. If you could be so kind as to share, rate, or review our mini pod, it would be so greatly appreciated. Diggs, I told you this thing was super short. Uh, really appreciate you coming on this morning. Thanks, man. That was fun. I had a good time talking for six minutes about the Detroit Tigers. That's all we have to do. You know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. a good time. It's a quick hitter. Um, hopefully we see those prospects come up in the next few years here. Um, always having, uh, always good to have some uh, good baseball coming out of Detroit. Um, but before we leave today, make sure that you get your daily read on my 30 team dynasty league mate, Eric Cross of Fantrax has been crushing the fantasy lately per usual with his breakdowns of different teams, farm systems. He put together another great piece with the article fantasy baseball dynasty mock draft 2020, a ton of industry leaders were involved in that mock. 
you know, dynasty leagues are that ray of hope within the fantasy baseball game right now. I highly suggest getting in a league if you haven't done so already. It's a ton of fun. Go check out where some of these prospects we're talking about are going in expert mock drafts. Uh, but that's going to do it for us today. Uh, for Diego Solares, a.k.a. Diggs, uh, I'm Doug Chicago. We'll be back very soon to once again cover some prospects, good reads, and to give you a quick listen during that much-needed coffee break. Take care, stay safe, and we will see you soon. Thank <laughs> you.